0: Love, talk, radio. Welcome to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs, broadcasting live from the NYC. For the next time, I'm going to give you the latest entertainment news on Ellen Pompeo, Clint Eastwood, Shannon Daugherty, Camilla Cobello, RuPaul, and a whole lot more. Let's get started. Roll it. Joe, day dot, day dot, day. And I'm chillin' up in NYC, up on a train and the radio is all I need, in the views is the lab news, holla, see, that's entertainment, you became famous, number one source of pop culture, radio When not, we gon' chase it, that's entertainment, today's better lessons from the ghetto time stages, gotta make a change in, that's entertainment, Wednesdays at the noon, at 1 p.m., so baby, don't forget the tune, the bins is nice, the Jazz is the better cruise, there is no car, but win because Just know so that being blessed by the Lord once. If you are just tuning in you for the very first time, you're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibb, where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news, celebrity news, and pop culture. If you like the show and you want to know what's going on in the world of entertainment, just click on the follow-up button on top of the show page. That way you get a reminder when I broadcast live. Also, if you want to make a comment about any of today's stories, give me a call. Be serious about it. The call-in number is 347-637-2656, and press the number 1. That's 347-637-2656, and press the number 1. Also, like us on Facebook. We have a fan page. Just go to www.facebook.com slash fastentertainment.radio. Follow us on Twitter at That's Entertain 1. That's T-H-A-T-S, entertain, And the number one, you can also follow me on Twitter at Stiletto14, Stiletto Like the Shoe, S-T-I-L-E-T-T-O. And the number 14, you can also follow me on Instagram at T-Jones Gibbs, that's T-J-O-N-E-S-G-I-B-B-S. Right now, the current temperature in the NY is a cloudy 68 degrees. Uh, Before I get started with the show today, I'd like to always give a shout out to all my listeners out there who's been there from the very beginning, or if you just tuned in a couple of weeks ago, a month ago, I always like to give my listeners a a special shout out for hanging with me taking the time out from your busy schedule to listen to my show and to hang out with me on this Wednesday afternoon. Lots to talk about, as usual. This week we're going to be talking about actress Ellen Pompeo. You know her for her role in the uh, the TV show uh, Grey's Anatomy. Well, she's being called out on social media after she had a heated exchange with actor Denzel Washington on the set of Grey's Anatomy during a recent episode, and she had mentioned this on her her particular podcast, um, I'll tell you what she said. Also, we're going to be talking about Clint Eastwood. Apparently, he was awarded $6.1 million after he sued a uh, Lutheranian company for using his name and likeness to sell uh, some kind of CBD products. Also, uh, we got Camila Cabela. She's the first Hispanic singer to reach diamond status or to rack up more than 10 million single sales of her hit song Havana we're going to be talking about that also actor Shannon Daugherty, uh she was awarded 6.3 million by a federal jury in Los Angeles for a lawsuit that she filed against State Farm where she accused the insurance company of not adequately paying for damages that they did to her, uh, her house during the 2018 California wildfire And supermodel RuPaul, entertainer, actress, singer, and now an Emmy winner, (laughs) RuPaul, he has inked a a script, a TV deal, with Sony Pictures Television. And I'm going to tell you more about it. So let's get started without further ado. Uh, Again, uh, actress Ellen Pompeo is uh, being called out on social media after the star claimed she had a heated exchange with Denzel Washington on the set of Grey's Anatomy during a recent episode on her podcast called Tell Me with Ellen Pompeo. In the episode, Pompeo, who plays Meredith Grey in the ABC medical drama said that while filming an episode from season 12 called The Sound of Silence, which Washington directed, the the two stars went at it, and after she told another actor to improvise some dialogue amid an emotional scene. Now, Pompeo told um, her former co-star, Patrick Dempsey, who we all know is Dr. McDreamy, on her podcast regarding that day of filming that Denzel with ham on her ass. And this is what she said. He was like, I'm the director Uh, Don't you tell him what to do. And she was like, listen, MFA, she called him a motherfucker. This is my show. This is Ellen saying this. And she said, this is my set. Who are you telling? Like you barely know where the bathroom is. This is what Ellen Pompeo told A-list actor Denzel Washington. And even though the actors tried to lessen the harshness of her comments by knowing that she had the utmost respect for Washington as an actor, as a director, as everything, but Pompeo added that Washington was an actor who didn't know anything about directing TV. Furthermore, the actress told Dempsey that Washington got the directing gig because Debbie Allen the executive producer and director on Grey's Anatomy, thought it would be an incentive for Pompeo to stay on the show. And if that wasn't enough, Pompeo also shared that when Washington's wife, Paulette, who she's also an actress in her own right, visited the set as, as a fan of the series, the actress let her know that she wasn't happy with her husband's directing. That's right, she went and told There's a Washington wife, actress Paulette, that she wasn't happy with her husband's directing. Pompeo uh also uh, recounted that she, telling Paulette about uh that she she said uh when when she came on the set that day she told Paulette that uh, that oh yeah uh, Denzel yelled at me today. He let me have it today, and I'm not okay. And uh, I'm not looking at him, and he's not talking to, and I'm not talking to him. This is what she's telling the wife. So she said so. They didn't get through it without a fight, uh, but you know that's actors for you. This is what she's saying. We're passionate and we're fiery, and that's when you get the magic. Before and that's what she noted. Before adding at the end that where you get the good and that's where you get the good stuff. So it was an amazing experience. It really was. So in other words, she's saying despite the heated confrontation, it was a good experience. Now Twitter wasn't here for the shade, okay? That was thrown at Denzel Washington in Pompeo's story. Um People seem to be confused as to why. Ellen Pompeo thought the story would be good to share on her podcast when it just came across like she was unjustly and unnestly trying to, uh, I don't know, talk down to Denzel when he was just trying to do his job. And here are some of the comments that was tweeted when when people heard about the story or heard the show. This was what one person tweeted, uh, quote, Ellen Pompeo didn't clash with Denzel Washington because they were both actors. She clashed with him because she didn't appreciate a black man telling her what to do. Unquote. Here's another comment on Twitter. Ellen Pompeo really just told us she disrespected Denzel Washington like we're supposed to laugh and employ her, employ her employ, applaud her. Applaud. Applaud. Another comment said, quote, I was like, listen, motherfucker, this is my show. This is my set. Who are you telling? I wonder if she talked to uh, Scarsese or Spielberg like that. That's an interesting point. And then the final one was, watching Ellen Pompeo on old reruns of Law & Order will show you she is not near as good as she thinks she is. Just a little reminder that she has never and will never hold a candle to the legend that is Denzel Washington, unquote. She was definitely out of line. You know, Denzel Washington is an A-list actor, and one of the Twitter made a one of the uh, person who wrote this on Twitter saying made a very interesting point. If this was Martin Scorsese or Steven Spielberg, would you had talked to them like that? No, you see a black man who's been doing movies all his life. This is his first time directing a TV show, and you're going to be rude and disrespectful and come at him like that. That what, you know? And people are comparing her to a Karen. Now, for those who don't know what a Karen is, a Karen is a, a, a term that we use in the Black community, referring to a privileged white woman who is always uh, thinks she's better. She's usually calling, to, making a scene, calling uh, cops on uh, on Black people, always making thinking she's better, always calling, causing a commotion, trying to be big and bad, trying to be up in your face. When you know, you better step aside because you're not. You're not. I mean, Denzel Washington's an A-list actor. Ellen Pompeo, come on now. And I agree with the comment. She can't even hold a candle to Denzel Washington. You know, he's an Academy Award winner. And you're gonna come at him like that, call him a an MF and everything. That, that I mean, that's just plain disrespect. Plain disrespect, I tell you, she should be ashamed. And then she went and she's bragging about this on her podcast. Uh, Clint Eastwood was awarded $6.1 million after he sued a, a Lithuanian company which has used his name and likeness to sell cannabidiol products, or CBD. CBD is one of the acting ingredients in marijuana. However, it does not have similar effects on its users. According to a report from the World Health Organization, in humans, CBD exhibits no effect indicative of any abuse or dependent potential. To date, there is no evidence of public health-related problems associated with the use of pure CBD. Nevertheless, Eastwood, who is now 91, he filed two federal lawsuits in California against several companies in July of 2020. One of the companies, Sierra Labs, immediately stopped using its uh, Eastwood ad. Two other companies named in the lawsuit, Patriot Supreme and uh, Norrock uh, Innovation Inc., never responded to the litigation. According to TMZ, the amount was awarded as a default judgment after the company did not respond to the lawsuit. The company has been using fake interviews and real photos of the actors to create fake articles, among other things, which misled customers into believing that Eastwood endorsed their product. An amended complaint named Mediatonas and consolidated the case against that single entity uh, in 2020, Tom Hanks criticized a similar situation involving himself as a hoax, but it's unclear if he took legal action. Camilla Cabello is thrilled to be the first Hispanic singer to rack up more than ten million single sales of her hit song Havana. On Monday, October 4th, the former Fifth Hymn Harmony star was overjoyed to share her achievement with her Instagram followers. The Recording Industry Association of America Gold and Platinum program tracks recording sales and achieving gold, platinum or diamond status is considered an impressive benchmark of success for any artist. Gold status is conferred when an, act, uh, when an artist sells about 500,000 minimal units. Platinum status mark 1 million units, with diamond status bestowed at 10 million. The hot track from her debut album titled Camilla, was released in the summer of 2017. It was the best-selling digital single of 2018, according to the International Federation of the Phonographic Industry. While Camilla is the first Hispanic female singer to reach diamond status, she is not the first Latina to score the feat. The 24-year-old soldier is the second Latina to earn the distinction, joining Cardi B, who earned the title earlier with her own hit, Bodak Yellow. Actress Shannon Doherty was awarded $6.3 million by a federal judge in Los Angeles in a lawsuit that she filed against State Farm accusing the insurance company of not adequately paying for damage that her house sustained in the 2018 California wildfire. In their ruling, the jury said that State Farm's failure to pay uh, Shannon Darby policy benefits were unreasonable and without proper cause. As part of the verdict, uh, Shannon's legal fees, home damages, and emotional distress will be covered by the multimillion-dollar payout. In court documents, uh, Shannon's attorney slammed State Farm for their lack of regard that exhibit considering their client's health issue, saying that instead of living out her remaining years peacefully in her home, uh, Ms. Daugherty remained deplaced and battling with her insurance company. State Farm on its part released a statement on Monday shortly after the ruling. They said that they emphasized with uh, Shannon's health and wish her the best. They are disappointed by the jury's decision. I respectfully disagree with it. They said that they're going to explore all available legal options, including appealing the verdict. Shannon Doherty revealed in February of last year that her breast cancer that she had originally been diagnosed with in 2015 had came back in the form of stage four cancer. The supermodel has sashayed and shantayed his way into super moguldom. RuPaul has inked a first-look script TV deal with Sony Picture Television and lost a production company aptly titled Ruco. Ruco will follow on queer characters' driven dramas, comedies, and animated shows that feature RuPaul's brand of positivity, empowerment, humor, and music with the new pack. RuPaul, whose given name is RuPaul Andre Charles, already has a pact with World of Wonder for the Viacom CBS hit Drag Brace. The former Tommy Boy record music act who gained international fame with the 1992 dance club anthem, Supermodel You Better Work, recently made Emmy history with the most wins of any black artist in history. Known as a trailblazer, Uh, lgbtq plus icon in mainstream media the 60 year old atlanta raised san diego native have developed multiple script series including netflix short-lived aj and the queen and a fictionalized version of his life which has been in the works of at hulu with jj abrams attached a best-selling author rupaul broke ground as a mac cosmetics spokesperson morning radio jock and host of the vh1 talk show Right now we got sixteen minutes after the hour. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to another edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs, where every week between one to two PM Eastern I bring you the laser entertainment news, celebrity news and pop culture. If you like the show, you want to know more about it, make sure you click on the follow up button on top of the show page and that way it will send you a reminder. When I broadcast live Also make sure you like our page We have a Facebook page Go to www.facebook.com Slash radio. Follow us on Twitter At That's entertain 1 That's T-H-A-T-S Entertain And then the number one You can also follow me At Stiletto 14 And at uh, on Instagram At T. Jones uh, William Shatner is ready For a real life Star Trek The 90-year-old actor will be aboard the next space flight by Blue Origin, the aerospace company founded by Jeff Bezos, which was announced on Monday. Shatner, who starred as Captain James T. Kirk on the original Star Trek series, and seven of the franchise movies, will be one of four people on the new Shepard spacecraft for a launch set for uh, October 12th. If all goes as planned, Shatner will be the oldest person to travel to space. Alan Coulter, the ginger hair announcer and crooked straight man who served as David Letterman's sidekick for two decades on CBS Late Show, has died. He was uh, 78. Uh, His wife, Peggy, confirmed his uh, death on Monday at Stanford Hospital in Connecticut to the Hollywood uh, Reporter. A cause of death was not given. His wife, Peggy, confirmed his Monday death uh, uh, again, at the Sanford Hospital in Connecticut, uh, she uh, called her, he took over as late show announcer in September of 1995 after Bill Wendell retirement and was there until May 20, 2015, Letterman's final show. He not only announced the guests and the host, but also acted in sketches and delivered a comic one-liner after every show as the logo for production company Worldwide uh, Pants flashed across the screen. His comic bits on Letterman include uh, Alan Cater's celebrity interview, a show within a show that resulted in some hilarious, awkward moments. Letterman nicknamed him uh, his sidekick with the monikers such as Big Red or TV's Uncle Jerry, amplifying the comic's effect. Ray J... Brandy's little brother, is reportedly hospitalized in a Miami hospital. According to the Hollywood Unlocked, the One Wish singer has been hospitalized alone for pneumonia. However, the star was quick to clarify some information. While he didn't deny that he's hospitalized, Ray J revealed in an Instagram comment that his family is with him. Ray J didn't offer more uh, more explanation after his condition, but people were quick to speculate that he might have contracted COVID-19. That aside, Ray J. recently appeared to hint that he and Princess Love, his wife, split yet again. In addition to wiping his Instagram account clean, the musician changed his bio in which he declared that he is separated and single. The two got married at Los Angeles Cathedral on St. Vibiana in August of 2016 and shared two children together, three-year-old daughter Melanie Love and one-year-old son Epic Ray. A princess filed for divorce, however, it was reported months later that they were working to save their marriage. Chris Brown and Drake have found themselves caught in legal trouble. The Say Goodbye singer and the God Plan hitmaker have been slapped with a copyright infringement lawsuit over their joint single No Guidance. Filing the suit against the two stars were Kay Brandon Cooper and Timothy Valentine, known as drumming skills. According to TMZ, the plaintiff accused the A-list artists of hijacking their track, I Love Your Dress. In the legal document, Cooper and Valentine claimed that they dropped their song three years before Brown and Drake released No Guidance in 2019. They also believe that an analysis of the beat, lyrics, hook, and rhythmic structure demonstrate that no guidance was copied or at the very least principally derived from I love your dress. What made the song more similar, Cooper and Valentine state that their track had the lyric, She Got It, She Got It, repeated 16 times. No guidance, meanwhile, has You Got It, Girl, You Got It, which is repeated at least 11 times. On the 2019 hit single, there's even a lyric that stays Flew the Coup, which Cooper alleged that it's a play on his nickname. Thus, the producer and singers are suing the two hit makers for copyright infringement. The formers are looking to take home some serious cash in return, and this is according to the filing. Brown and Drake were not the only stars who was taking the court over their single. Around two weeks prior, it was unveiled that The Weeknd had been sued with copyright infringement lawsuit over his 2018 song, Call Out My Name. Electro House Dual uh, Epiker, which consists of Sunil Fox and Henry Strange claim the ex-boyfriend of Selena Gomez ripped off their tune, "Viva King. Aside from the crooner, they also named co-writers Frank Dukes and Nicholas Jar, their publishers and Universal M- Music Group, as the defendant. Uh Former Cosby Show child star Keisha Knight-Pullum is married. That's right. They acted to exchange a vow with, for better or worse actor Brad James at their home in Atlanta, Georgia last month. And the 42-year-old House of Pain star announced the news on Saturday, which was October 2nd. Keisha and Brad met and fell in love while shooting TV movie Pride and Prejudice Uh, Atlanta in 2019 they announced their engagement in December of 2020 the marriage is the actress second she was previously wed to Ed Hartwell the father of her five-year-old daughter Ella and uh, Tony Award winner John Legend has signed on as a partner for Ain't Too Proud, The Life and Times of the Temptation, ahead of the musical return to Broadway. The production about the career and music of the Motown Legends is currently in rehearsal for its return to the Emperor Theater on October 16, and it has a new man behind the scenes. During the broadway Back TV special last month, Legend performed with the Ain't Too Proud cast, and now he's back in the show. The production, which featured R&B hits like My Girl and Just My Imagination, originally opened in 2019 and was nominated for 12 Tony Awards, including Best Musical. Oh, that's going to be great. John Legend? What? An Oscar-winner film is set to get the Broadway treatment. A stage musical, musical and de, uh, adaptation of Silver Lining Playbook is in the works after producers James D. Stern obtained the rights to the project, and this is according to The Hollywood Reporter. The film center on an unlikely bond between two people portrayed by Bradley Cooper and Jennifer Lawrence who come together for a dance competition while dealing with their own personal hardships. Lawrence won the Academy Award for Best Actress for her performance in the movie, which came out in 2012. Silver Lining Playbook earned eight Oscar nominations overall with Best Picture Among Them. Directed by uh, David O. Russell, the film is based on the 2008 novel, The Silver Lining Playbook by Matthew Quick. The music, uh, I'm sorry, the movie also stars Robert De Niro. Broadway show recently started returning to the Great White Way after shutting their doors for more than a year due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Among those to reopen last month were Hamilton, Wicked, and The Lion King. Right now, we have uh, 25 minutes after the hour. uh, Coming up, uh, speaking of uh, Broadway, uh, the producers of the Broadway hit, Aladdin, they're hoping for a little magic after canceling performances for 10 days following another COVID crisis. Uh, Rita Moreno has... uh, applauded filmmaker Steven Spielberg for the way he reworked West Side Story, famous musical number America in his new new movie. Uh, Squid Game is very popular. However, it's not always a good thing for Netflix as the streaming giant was sued by South Korean internet service provider following the alleged surge in network traffic that the series caused. And also, uh, Damian Lewis has left the hit uh showtime show billions that's right he said goodbye to his character bobby Ax Oxarod. we'll tell you more about that and uh booty badass can no longer perform at an upcoming show of the legends of the street tour all those stories and more coming up after the break so don't go anywhere 28 minutes left remaining in the show that was new music from Neo, What If. You know, I want to know, you know, I want to is this song written by his uh ex uh fiance uh what was her name? Mo, her name is Moe Mo, uh I forgot her name. But uh she just recently became engaged or just recently uh yeah, just got married. So uh I wonder is that song about her? Hmm. Uh, before we went to the music break, I was telling you about the producers of Broadway's Aladdin. Uh, they're hoping for a little magic after canceling performances for 10 days following another COVID crisis. The musical stalled on Wednesday night, September 29, a day after the show returned to the new Amsterdam Theater following an 18-month shutdown when at least one member of the troupe tested positive. The production returned to the stage on Thursday with Disney bosses insisting no new cases had been detected after double-testing every cast member. But it appeared they spoke too soon, and all performances of the musical were scrapped on Friday, October 4th. The next planned performance is October 12, according to Disney Theatrical Production Executives. Rio Moreno has applauded filmmaker Steven Spielberg for the way he reworked West Side Story's most famous musical number, America, in his new movie. One of the most memorable scenes in the 1961 film which swept the Oscars and earned Moreno a Best Supporting Actress Academy Award is the show-stopping song in which her character Anita and her fellow Puerto Rican immigrants dance and sing on a rooftop and the actress was thrilled to learn that Spielberg was planning to breathe new life into the hit in his revamp. Rita, who plays a shopkeeper in the remake, is pleased the director did not try to recreate the same choreography in the original film created by dancer Jerome Robbins. The remake will hit theaters on December 12th, one day before Marino turns 90. A day before the movie release, Rita Moreno will be lauded at the Critics' Choice Association inaugural Latino Cinema Celebration. She will be joined by other honorees like Lin-Manuel Miranda and Damien Bichir. Squid Game is hugely popular. However, it's not always a good thing for Netflix as the uh, streaming giant was sued by South Korean Internet service provider following the alleged surge in network traffic that the series caused. SK Broadband demands Netflix to pay for the associate maintenance card due to the spike it faced in networking traffic. The company wants the streaming platform to pay for costs from increased network traffic and maintenance work because of a surge of viewers. The company believes that Netflix data traffic handled by SK jumped 24 times from May 2018 and that it owes the company around $27.2 billion for the surge. A sole court also says that Netflix should reasonably pay to the Internet service provider. In response to the lawsuit, a spokesperson for Netflix stated in an email to CNBC saying, quote, we will review the claims that SB Broadband has filed against us. In the meantime, we continue to see open dialogue and explore ways of working with SK Broadband in order to ensure a seamless streaming experience for our shared customers, unquote. Netflix also argued that through Squid Game, it has contributed to the creation of about 16,000 jobs in South Korea, stemming from about 770 billion won in investments. Released on September 27, Squid Game is an imaginative, imaginative unorthodox story in which 456 contestants risk their lives in a mysterious survival game involving multiple rounds of childhood games for a chance to win 45.6 billion won. Uh, Damian Lewis has left billions. That's right. The 50-year-old actor said goodbye to Bobby Axe Axelrod when the season 5 finale airs on Sunday aired on Sunday, October 3rd, but he hadn't ruled out making guest appearance in the future. He teased saying, quote, "There's an opportunity maybe for me to return, but for now, broadly speaking, Axe has been vanquished." Uh, Damien's wife, Helen McCrory, died of cancer in April of this past year, and so the actor is keen to remain in London with their teenage children, uh, Manon, who's 15- and 14-year-old Gulliver, for the foreseeable future for obvious reasons. But he insists his wife's passing wasn't the reason why he decided to leave, as he was just honoring his original five-season contract and always just assumed that that would be enough. However, executive producer Brian Kopelman confirmed the tragedy was the reason why Axe spent much of his last few episodes appearing remotely, and uh, Damien felt his character's journey had drawn to a close. Uh Bootsy Badass a Little Bootsy some people call him can no longer perform at upcoming shows of the Legends of the Street Tour. After a brawl erupted on stage during his performance in Atlanta, the betrayed rapper got cut from from the tour date. Uh, On Saturday, October 2nd, the 38-year-old informed his fans on Twitter that he will not perform in Greensboro, North Carolina. Later on Sunday, he assured his followers that he will show up in Baltimore. Unfortunately, the White Me Down spitter shared disappointing news to his fans hours later, saying that he had been cut from the tour. He shared a picture of of an announcement at the Royal Farms Arena. The Legends of the Street Tour, which also featured Fabulous, Jeezy, Young Jeezy, Gucci Mane, Rich, uh, Rick Ross, Two chains and more kicked off on October 1st at Atlanta State Farm Arena. However, Bootsy set was cut abruptly when there's an altercation on stage during his performance. It was reported that Bootsy and some of his associates eventually got involved in the brawl. They also allegedly damaged items that belonged to their production company and destroyed property owned by the arena. And uh, Bruce Springsteen, John Stewart, and Nikki Glaser are among the entertainers who will perform at the Stand Up for Heroes fundraiser on November 8th at Lincoln Center, and this is what some of the uh, organizers had announced on Tuesday. The annual show benefits the Bob Woodruff Foundation, which funds and support initiatives for wounded veterans and their families. This marked the 15th edition of Stand Up for Heroes, which has raised more than 130 I'm sorry, which had raised more than $60 million over the years. Woodruff founded the organization after being nearly killed by a roadside bomb in Iraq while on assignment for ABC in 2006. The Bob Woodruff Foundation presents Stand Up for Heroes with the New York Comedy Festival. Mick Jagger is glad he and the Rolling Stone bandmates pressed on with their touring plans following the death of Charlie Watts after confessing he considered pulling the trek, The rocker admitted that he, Keith Richards, and Ronnie Wood almost bowed to the pressure of some fans who felt that they should have pulled the no-filter tour following the drummer's death in August. Watts had already pulled out of the band North American tour due to poor health and the Stones had replaced him with Steve Jordan. After Charles' death, Jagger revealed he, Keith, and Ronnie felt that they should just carry on and honor the days that had been postponed from 2020 due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Jagger also recalled watch final studio session with the band and admit it would be a challenge recording new material without the drama the drummer um you know, I'm so glad that they didn't give in on the pressure because again, you know they have so many so many fans, and because Charlie had passed away, and I mean Charlie did retire way before um he died, so and they replaced him with Steve Jordan I mean it just. I'm glad that they, they decided to continue on with the tour because, you know, this tour was, was supposed to happen last year and due to the pandemic, now that uh, uh, things are opening up and tours are being scheduled, why not? Let's go forward. So I'm, I'm glad they didn't um, uh, fall in or uh, didn't buckle under pressure. Um, let's see what we got here. We got 20 minutes left. Uh YouTube uh, removed two official R. Kelly channels from his platform yesterday, on Tuesday, uh, one week after the R&B superstar was convicted of nine counts of sex trafficking. Kelly Music is still available on YouTube, just not through his official channels. YouTube pulled the channel because Kelly was convicted of using his celebrity to lure women and girls into his sex trafficking scheme. Uh, Kelly will be prohibited from ever recreating a YouTube channel, though he won't have to worry about that while he is in prison. He will be sentenced on, um, this says May 4th, is that correct? I don't think that's the correct date. Uh, his music is also available on other streaming services, including Spotify and Apple Music. Kelly was convicted September 27th of operating a long-running sex trafficking scheme of women and girls while he rose to R&B stardom. More than 40 witnesses testified at his trial in Brooklyn, including 11 victims. And Dave Grohl said that Nirvana may alter the cover of Nevermind for future release following a child pornography lawsuit from the baby on the cover. The baby, Spencer Eldon, is now 30 years old and is tired of people seeing his exposed penis. He filed a lawsuit in August against Grohl and other Nirvana members and several recording companies saying that the album worldwide distribution amounted to a sex trafficking venture. After decades in the public eye, grew to the time that he simply tired of the legal battles. However, no changes are planned for the 30th anniversary re-release of Nevermind on November 12. The world-altering uh, album first hit stores on September 24, uh, 1991. And Britney Spears is showing love to the hashtag Free Britney movement. Following a judge granting the pop icon request to have her father, Jamie Spears, removed as a conservator of her estate, she has taken to social media to thank her activist fans for changing her life. The toxic singer tweeted the message alongside a video of her striking several poses to Kanye West's 2016 song, On September 29, L.A. County Superior Court Judge Brenda Penny granted Spears petition to immediately suspend her dad as conservator of her estate, saying that having him in the role no longer serves her best interests. Shortly after the decision was made public, the 39-year-old former dive record hitmaker shared a video of herself flying a plane for the first time, noting on Instagram that she was on cloud nine. The Louisiana native has been under a court order conservatorship since 2008 after being involuntarily hospitalized for mental health concerns amid a child custody battle with ex-husband Kevin Federline. The more and more people became aware about the court order arrangement between Spears and her dad, the more they they supported the hashtag movie Dub Free Britney. People from all walks of life and a parade of stars, including Drew Barrymore, Bette Midler, Cher, Bevy Smith, Sarah Jessica Parker, and Miley Cyrus have openly expressed support for the chart topper. Right now we have here 16 minutes left remaining in the show, I'm going to go ahead and take another music break, and I'll be back with the last remaining stories of the day, so don't go anywhere. Mm
1: que no vengas
0: That was new music from Coldplay featuring BTS in My Universe. Right now we got 12 minutes left remaining in the show. Uh, Kelly Clarkson won't have to break away from her high press. Price uh, Montana Ranch as a court awarded the property to the pop star in her divorce proceedings. A prenuptial agreement between Clarkson and Brandon Blackstock was referenced by the court in the de- determination that the ranch belonged to the Since You've Been Gone singer. The ranch is believed to be worth around ten million dollars. Clarkson, who married Blackstock in 2013, filed for divorce last year. In July, Clarkson was ordered by a Los Angeles County judge to give monthly payments of 150 in spousal support and 45000 in child support to Blackstar, whom she has a 5-year-old son and a 7-year-old daughter with. The Breakaway singer who also hosts the Kelly Clarkson show on NBC, uh, tapped remote episodes of the talk show during the COVID-19 pandemic out of the Montana ranch. Clarkson addressed a divorce from the talent manager during an episode of her show last year. Clarkson, who is now 39, is a three-time Grammy winner and a fifth teen-time nominee. She won the first season of the reality singing competition show, American Idol, in 2002. Mm-hmm. Adele is saying hello from the other side with a new song. On Tuesday, the Oscar and multi-Grammy award-winning singer confirmed that she has finally has new music underway. On her social media account, Adele unveiled the title to her first single in nearly six years with the message, Easy On Me, October 15th. Along with the posting, the British Vocal Powerhouse teased a few seconds of a potential new music video and a black-and-white 21-second clip showing her pushing a cassette player into her car's stereo and beginning to drive down a deserted highway as paper fly out of the car with a trailer attached to it. Earlier this week, the number 30, uh, believed to be the new title of Adele's fourth album, was projected onto buildings in major cities. Her previous album was titled to represent her age, the time she started working on them. In 2015, the Columbia Columbia Record Artist released 25, which went on to win the 2016 Brit Award for British Album of the Year and the 2017 Grammy for the Album of the Year. While she stepped out a few times, showing off her body transformation, Adele has mostly stayed out out of the public eye over the last few years. In March 2021, she finalized her divorce from husband Simon Konecki two years after the pair announced their split, the couple shares an eight-year-old Son angelo together later in the year people magazine reported that adele was dating british rapper skepta last month the rumor has it that singer went public with her rumor new boo rich paul a sport asian with close ties to lebron james John Cena is back to keep the peace. The first teaser for HBO Max Peacemaker series inspired by the DC Comics arrived Tuesday and shows Cena's uh, character being mocked by the agent he's supposed to work with. Cena introduced Peacemaker earlier this year in the movie The Suicide Squad as a brutal, weapon-wielding villain who will go to any means necessary to make peace. The film also starred Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn, Idris Elba as Bloodsport, and Viola Davis as Amanda Waller. The new Peacemaker series, which serves as a spinoff of the film, hits the HBO Max streaming service in January. Peacemaker was created and written by James Gunn, who also directed and penned The Suicide Squad. And Michael J. Fox is being recognized for promoting research into Parkinson's disease. AARP announced Tuesday that the Back to the Future Star will be honored with the AAR Purpose Prize Award for work through his Michael J. Fox Foundation for Parkinson Research. The award ceremony will be held virtually on December 15, three decades after the Emmy winner was diagnosed with Parkinson's, a disorder of the central nervous system. Since launching in 2002, I'm sorry, since launching in 2000, the Spend City Star organization, of which he sits on the board of directors, has funded over $1 billion in global research programs. Fox, who is now 60 and also travels to speak on behalf of the foundation, is among six people being acknowledged through the AARP Purpose Prize, which is reserved for those age 50 and up who give back, tackle social challenges, uh, the winner will also receive $50,000 for their organization. Ten previous named Purpose Pride Fellows will also be honored and receive a $10,000 award for their organization's mission. And that's with the stars Judge Derek Huff missed Bunday's episode after a potential exposure to COVID-19. Huff has tested negative for the virus but missed the taping out of an abundance of caution. The 36-year-old Huff is fully vaccinated, vaccinated, according to uh, USA Today. His absence comes after professional dancer Cheryl Burke and her partner Cody Rigsby announced days apart late last month that they had tested positive for COVID-19. On Monday episode, Burke and Rigsby did their jazz dance remotely from separate locations in a performance that aired on the show. Dancing with the Star is currently in its 30th season, Huff, a longtime professional dancer on the show, has won six seasons of the Reality Dancing Competition Series and finished as the runner-up on two others. Huff also concealed Sunday's performance of his Las Vegas residency show, No Limit, but did not announce a reason at the time. And Carrie, Miranda, and Charlotte will be back for the holidays. That's right. And just like that, the modern-day revival of Sex in the City will premiere in December. Uh, HBO Max announced this yesterday on Tuesday. The series, which was originally announced in January, reunites original stars Sarah Jessica Parker, Cynthia Nixon, and Christian Davis as Carrie Bradshaw, Miranda Hobbs, and Charlotte York as they navigate the journey from the complicate, complicated realities of life and friendship in their 30s to the even more complicated reality of life and friendship in their 50s. Chris Doar, uh, Mario Cantone, and uh, David Aikenberg, who was a guest on our show several years ago, and and uh, Evan Handler will all reprise their roles, as did Willie Garson, who died last month. Kim Cattrall declined to return as Samantha Made reports of a feud between her and Parker. Cattrall has said in the past that her co-stars could have been nicer to her, but Parker recently said there's no bad blood, at least on her end. Grey's Anatomy alum Sarah Ramirez will join the cast as Shay Diaz, a non-binary a queer stand-up comedian who hosts a podcast on which Carrie Bradshaw is regularly featured. Other new cast members include Sarita uh, Chowdhury, uh, Nicole Airy Parker, and Karen Pittman. A new podcast promised to give fans the lowdown on Lindsay Lohan. The actress is set to launch a yet-to-be-named podcast through digital entertainment company Studio seventy-one, which says listeners can expect to learn about a never-before-seen side of Lohan. Lohan, who rose to fame as a child actress, is known for films such as The Parent Trap and Mean Girls, the 35-year-old Actress who was raised on Long Island and born in the Bronx Has also released two studio albums as a singer Studio 71 hopes to release Lohan's podcast later this year Or by early 2022 Wow Well, that's going to do it for me for this week Tune in next time when we do it all over again You've been listening to That's Entertainment I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs Have a great week Make sure you stay safe, and uh, I'll talk to you next time. Take care.